This is Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. All right, so uh, we have a Bears victory Monday in this uh, Shohei Otani Dodgers news with a contract. So how much money is he getting? Two million uh, guaranteed? Two million a year, every year for 10 years, and they're deferring $680 million, is what they're saying. Is what um, the Athletic and also Jeff Passan are Def- reporting. Deferring $68 million per season is how it read. So if you, if, in, in, in case you missed it, over the weekend, it was announced that he's getting $700 million. And it's a, it's a ton of money for any athlete, for anybody in general. Uh, but the way the Dodgers work this, and especially to get through on the luxury tax, is that he is only going to be paid $2 million a year for the next 10 years. So like Waddle just said, you know, the $40 million salary... Twenty million dollar salary, right? For for ten years. For ten yeah. years. Yeah, two million a year for ten years. That's basically what the until then, the end of six, ten years. Six eighty. Six hundred eighty million at the end of it. One so, lump sum is how I read it. So six eighty is is that fair? That's what I want to know. So how do you feel now? I would be like if this was the Cubs who did this. Like th- there was no rule against well, it. The, yeah. It was creative. Um, it's what they thought of, and now it's t- everyone saying sour grapes. Well, if it's fair, any team could have accessed the same formula, right? Like, I mean, it, it, I don't believe that Major League Baseball made an exception for the Dodgers. So it's definitely fair. If the Dodgers could do it, the other 29 teams had the capacity to do it. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right, right. But I'm sure there are going to people, there are going to be plenty of people saying this is a way that you are unfairly circumventing the salary cap or the luxury tax or whatever you're calling it. You know what I mean? E- even though it's not a, a salary cap, it is a, a tax that you're, you're circumventing. You creatively circumvented it. Sure. But it's a loophole. It was available to anybody that would want to use the loophole. Yes. And they decided to use it. And if it was like Jed thinking of this with with Shohei, we would have been applauding it. I I think the biggest point here, too, is, is one of the biggest points is the one you mentioned as well. You'd have to find a player that'd be willing to defer $68 million per season of a $70 million contract. Like, he's deferring virtually all of this for a decade. Unless we'll find out over the course of time that that money is being put into something where he will be the beneficiary of interest on this money. Because think about it. I mean, the time value of money becomes an equation. Like, if yeah. you give me six seventy million million here, I can take it and start using it to make more money. Versus well, you, like compound interest. Yes. So what is what's that rule over seven years? What six, should that six be? Six or seven years, your money should double. So so that should be one point two billion. Well, I don't know if they're going to apply. Said you know you know put it in an thumb. account or right. That's my point. Is is he's foregoing the opportunity to make money on his money? If in fact 
he's just waiting for them to give him a check for $680 million. It should be worth more than that. It should, that, that check at the end of 10 years should, like you said, should be, you know, a billion and a half. Didn't Gronk used to say that he only used his endorsements? Yeah. To live off of. Never spent and, a nickel of any of his salary. So, like, this is what Otani is basically thinking in his head. He's making probably millions and millions of dollars from his endorsements in the U.S. and his endorsements in Japan. He is taking this boatload of money right. that he is making now from the Dodgers, and he has no problem deferring it. Right, but you're talking about numbers that are ridiculous. Right, like, Gronk sure. Gr- Gr- made a good living. But Gronk wasn't foregoing $68 million a season for 10 seasons. Right. But he also is living off of endorsements that's probably going to dwarf Gronk's endorsements. Oh, like, no doubt. Like, aren't no we doubt. talking about Michael Jordan level endorsements for Otani uh, at this point? Probably so, yes. When you're talking about the Japanese market? Yeah. But you're still, like, you're foregoing, hey, you know what? You owe me $68 million on Wednesday? Put it off for 10 years. And by the way, and you're going to owe me sixty-eight million a year from Wednesday. Put that off. Like the 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 amount of 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 compounded interest or investment cash. At, think about the access he would have to you know all kinds of different private equity stuff, and he's able to invest in things the average human being will not be able to invest in. Like his money will make significantly more money. And if, in fact, he's foregoing getting paid for 10 years, wow. So I'm I'm asking you, is this fair or unfair? Um, Fair. 31233. I would say that, too. If it's not against the rules, if this is not spelled out, maybe they will make a rule against this going forward. Like a certain percentage of your deal cannot be deferred. Like, I'm sure they will do this. Gronk made $35 million total in his career. That's it. Yeah. But still, like, it was just, a, of course. a responsible it's guy. A, absolutely. He's, he, you know, he had a great perspective on, on, on saving his money. Ricky in River North, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Ricky? Yeah, I just wanted to comment on the math of the absurdity of this. It is the equivalent of a $450 million contract over 10 years, $45 million a year. All right, so explain that. Well, so they the get net to... present, Go the ahead. net present value, I'm just assuming 4%, that's pretty standard, of $2 million for the next 10 years and then $68 million for the year 11 through 20 is the equivalent of $45 million every year for 1 through 10. So what you're basically saying as well is not not only does this help them spending, they're not really even paying the $700 million because they're keeping their money and investing it in a manner in which they're making money with money they owe him, which will negate the overall amount that ultimately they owe him. Correct. Yeah. That, that's incredible a, when you put it that it's way. The exact same. This is the equivalent contract to a 10-year $450 million contract is how we would normally look at it. Wow. And, and then think about what they can make on him by simply having him. Sure. No one truly knows. They got what, him for free. What, no one knows what he's worth, what you can make on him. Can you imagine if they made $45 million a year on him and, and additional revenue sources because of his presence? Then by Ricky's math, they got him for free. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's what I mean, like. 
before everyone starts getting riled up. And like, I, I, did you hear Cap this morning? And this not. was his rant on Friday. We were both out on Friday. I, I couldn't believe this when Abdallah, even for me with Cap, it's so humorous to me now. Most of the season, Cap was out on Otani. Right. Which was, we couldn't believe. We're like, how could you be out on Otani? And this is when he was healthy pitching. Before he blew his arm out. We're like, this is two players for one. This is one of the, this is the Michael Jordan of baseball. How could you ever? He's like, well, you could get three players for that. And blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine. He had that. But then, af- even after he got hurt yeah. in the offseason, he circled back around and he, and he joined the party. He's like, I want Otani. Yes. Let's go Otani. And I'm like, and, and people were telling me, like, he was living it up. All things Otani. Wanting Otani. Wanting Otani. He was back on the Otani train. And then I was informed while I was in Cancun for the week, he flipped again back where he got sick of the hype. He got sick of the numbers. And he got sick of everything Otani where he flipped back to his original stance. When it seemed like Otani wasn't going to sign with yes, the Cubs. Yes. Where then he became anti-Otani. So first against Otani to the Cubs. Then for Otani to the Cubs. And then telling Otani to F off, basically. $700 million for 10 years was too rich for his blood. Right. So this was cap on Friday. Did you hear this, by the way? I have not, no. December 8th is the day he picked the Angels six years ago. And now it's December 8th. He's going to make his decision today. You're like a Swifty connecting dots. And keep your ass in Toronto. I'm this so glad this nonsense will probably be over. Now, Jed, get to, get to work. Get to freaking work. Get third base fixed. We didn't need Candelario back. He's meh. We need a first baseman. G- work. Get it done. We're getting this done. Get it out of here. I don't need to hear any more about Shohei Otani. Please, nothing would make me happier than to have his at bat with the game on the line, two outs, men on, and he's a Blue Jay, a Dodger, whoever he is. And guess what? Here comes whoever my closer is. We'll call him Adbert Alzali. Strike great calls, comes win. Hey, Otani, take that. Yes, I want take wow. that. Take that, Otani shirts. Yes. I want to beat his ass. <laughs> spend the money wisely, but wow. spend it. Let's go. It went from I don't want him to you just don't dislike him. Boy, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm tired amazing. of the arrogance and the nonsense and all the crap that surrounds this guy. He's a great player. I will never tell you he's not an amazingly talented player. F that guy. F him. I don't oh. need the drama. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Out. Out. I hope he signs with the Cubs. F that, that guy. That would have been great if he would have signed oh. with the Cubs. And then he would have had to come back again. Yeah. F that guy. So then today he's like, I didn't want him for $70 million. It turned out the Dodgers are paying $2 million. Yeah. $2 million per year. Right. And they're deferring $68 million per year. You want him for $2 million a year? I'd take him. I'd take him for seventy per year. Uh, but it's, it's, it's crazy. There has to be more details there, attached to this. The reason be. was it's it Riley that called? Too good to be true. And she said, like, if you're the Dodgers and you don't have to pay him $70 million a year, you only have to pay him $2 million a year, 
You take the extra $680 million over the course of those 10 years, you invest it, and you minimize ultimately what it costs you. Now, ultimately, you do have to pay him, but you are making money on money that you weren't expecting to have. It's too good to be true, it right? It is too what good they, to be they, true. About, what do they say about deals that look too good to be true? They usually are too good to be true, and they are legit. So how do you think this is going on the poll? Is the Shohei Otani Dodgers contract fair with $680 million deferred? It, it should be 100%, yes. They're not cheating. By the way, I wrote $680 deferred and only $20 paid out over the next 10 years. But I think people I, understand. Know, multiply yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, well, I think it, they, so you think it's... It should be 100% because all they're doing is okay. they're using a, a, a rule that's allowed to them, obviously. Most people are Cubs fans who are voting. So how do you think it's going? 60% say no. 40% say yes. It's, it's, it's fair. 79.5% of the people say no, it's not fair. How can it not be fair? And that's with almost 800 people voting in just a few minutes. Let me ask F you that guy. Let me, him. Let me ask you a question. Do the, do the Cubs, can the Cubs afford $2 million a year? Yeah, uh, they could afford $60 million a year. Well, I'm just saying, can they afford $2 million a year? Yes. Well, then they... Yeah. Then yes. they could afford this contract. And by the way, uh, and back to Cap, the arrogance of Otani, we didn't hear a word from no. Otani. No. Like, what, damn LeBron doing his, like, his, his picking thing. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. I think this guy didn't do a thing. No. We never wa saw him. We never heard from him. He acted quickly. Like, people got tired of it. It's December 11th. Yeah. Like, when did... When did um, Bryce Harper make his choice? That, that I don't know. February? Probably. In March? I think like Jonathan and, and Cap had a conversation earlier in the week about how they didn't think it was... They think there's a double standard for Otani versus other players because his reluctance to meet the media unless he was pitching isn't the way that other other players, top players, are actually handled. That's fine. That there's yeah, an acceptance yeah. to him right. kind of circumventing the rules for availability and, and, I don't know, hiding behind, but using I only talk after days when I pitch. And I don't know if you heard, like, when he was named the MVP, I don't even think he met the media. They claimed right. technical difficulties. Well, that's because of his free agency, too, because he didn't want to take questions about his free agency. Right. He didn't want to talk about it. Right. No, now, as a, as a fan of, of a baseball team that he would join, I don't give a rat's ass, but I can also say, yeah, that is a double, double standard. Well, you're right. And um, a lot of people think that's another reason why I didn't want to sign in Chicago, because... That would be oh, yeah. demanded. Yes. Be, after you go two for four, people want to talk to you. Well, in LA, it's a softer look, media. Look, look, they they were. I mean, if you came to Chicago with Marquee, they were going to leverage access to him or try to sure. to to you know ramp up their revenue streams. By the so, way, Bryce Harper signed in March of nineteen. Like that, it's still that, four that, months later. That yeah, like anyone who says this took forever. This is no. still early. This was lightning quick. The reason this seems like it took longer is the whole market was held up. Yeah. Because all the other free agents and all the other teams were waiting for this, and it affected a lot of other, other free agents. There have to be other details attached to how they did this, I would assume. Yeah. Joe and Wheaton, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Joe? Hey, gentlemen. Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays. How are you? Same to you, Joe. Yep. Same to you. Um, 
so I, so listening to this, I, and, I, and admittedly, I just got um, I got into the car a little bit ago and started listening to this about ten minutes ago. Um, a creative way to think about this is, I, I think it's fantastic, actually, and I think it's totally fair. If you're playing by the rules, one of the things that that might be an option out there is for Otani to have some kind of sidecar vehicle or an actual equity stake. But if they if the Dodgers came to them and said, "Hey, we're going to give you an equity stake in the, in the club," or we're going to give you some kind of sidecar finance vehicle that's going to allow you to basically mimic the returns on what the club does over the course of the next 10 years. And in, like, in order to do that, though, you've got to forego X amount of dollars, and that turns out to 680. I'll hang up and kind of just, I mean, it's a creative way to get it done, but I'm curious to kind of get your take on it. Merry Christmas to you guys. Same to you. I, I, yeah, I can't wait to hear the details because I'm very intrigued from the financial perspective on this. And I think that... You know, this is the Dodgers being creative. And if, in fact, you know, you wanted to get involved in this and the Shohei sweepstakes, you should have shown the same creative approach. And this is what I want to know if the GMs think it's unfair or if the GMs from the other teams were pitching the exact same thing. But again, I, I mean, I think it's a really good question, but I can't think for the life of me how this would be unfair. In fact, I think what it does is it brings more Major League Baseball franchises into the mix being able to do this. Because think about it. Again, you get to $70 million a year. You pay him $2 million. You get to keep the other $68 million and put it into whatever invest. How about 5%? You know, on a six-month T-bill or whatever it yeah, is, whatever yeah. the rates are. Yeah, sure. And like a lot of people are saying now, this puts them right back in the mix to get Yamamoto. Yes. The other pitcher from Japan, who's great. The rich get richer. Dave in Crown Point, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Dave? Well, all I got to do is say is, wow. Um, I agree with you guys that it was creative. I don't see anything wrong with it. Um, I, I kind of think Cap was a little confused. I don't know what was going on with him today, but it was creative. But just think how much money this is going to make for the San Francisco Giants, uh, the Colorado Rockies, Anaheim six times a year. It, it's just the amount of money that this is cr- going to create and just ticket sales alone. Uh, Dodgers are, you know, like the second Yankees in the United States. It's just going to be unbelievable how much money is going to be uh, profited off of this move. Uh, good for him. And I don't think he was, I think he's a class act. I, I think he just doesn't like to talk because it's, it's hard for him to talk some, sometimes. But sure. my hat's off to him. I think it's a, the, the Dodgers and Magic Johnson probably put their heads together and, and worked it out. Thanks for the call, Dave. Uh, Mr. F uh, tweets, he says, isn't this what the Blackhawks got in trouble doing uh, didn't they do something similar with Marion Hosa? I don't know. Didn't the, I think the Hawks, didn't they do like a much, much longer deal with Hosa than he was ever going to play? Like, they didn't they do like a 12-year deal with Hosa? I think so. To spread the money. Yeah, 12 over. years, 63 mil. Yeah, and that was to spread over the cap hit, wasn't it? And they knew that he was only going to play for like six or seven years. But it was a way to spread the cap hit over 12 years instead of the six or the seven. What I think is what, in essence, why they did it that way. Uh, Again, I, I can't wait to hear some of the details of this. I think that there's probably a better explanation than we can come up with ourselves. 
but I'm very interested to hear the details. Jack in New Lenox here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jack? Hey, fellas. How are you? Good. Good. I just had a quick question. So my first initial thought that came off the top of my head was, let's say 10 to 15 years from now, Heat decides to move down to Florida. And that $680 million that L.A. would have gotten gotten their tax money on. Now does he get that all tax-free? I guess. I mean, like, it's, it's, if he's getting paid in one lump sum, I don't know. This I don't know. Genius. There has to be a good explanation for how this all, all how it all happened and how the Major League Baseball is going to, Major League Baseball, I'm sure, is going to be asked about this. I would say. Oh, of course. And by the way, I would think before that contract can be signed and and be made official, doesn't it have to go through the the Major League Baseball smell test? Well, isn't this how the media has found out? Like, don't you think it's already gone through and this is how it's become public? But I would think that any contract that is signed is in some way, shape, or form reviewed by Major League Baseball, no? Yes, of course. And they had to have given it the thumbs up or else they wouldn't have been able to announce it. Is it like the NFL where it goes right to the Players Association for guaranteed money? I, that I don't know. I don't. And, and does the union, and it, it, is, is the Players Union happy about this? That's a good question to, that needs or, to be asked as well. Or upset about this because he's deferring all the money. Well, I think it's an individual's you know, point. I think the, the Players Association is happy that he got $70 million a year. Because, you know, what do they say? You know, high tide lifts all vessels. Sure, sure. But there's no way, like, Cody Bellinger is going to do this. No, or, like, I wouldn't like, think so. This is, this is the rare player who could do this. Again, think about it. You are deferring 68 of $70 million. If I sign a contract for $70 million a year, I want it all every year. What did you it's think? It's my it, money. When, when we heard about what portion was deferred, of the 70, what did you think it was going to be? Was the, it, $10 million? First of all, I thought it was a fake tweet because I thought there's no chance that there's right. they, they could. They I no, would think that, yeah, like, I mean, the Bonilla, he gets paid, what, a couple million a year? Yeah. Uh-huh. So does Griff Jr. Griff Jr. is still getting paid. Right. And, like, for a while, the so- I think it was the White Sox paying, paying Julio Cruz. I'm sure. Like, so this is not a, a, a unique thing. The amount of deferred pay, like, I mean, is... So what, what, what did you think the what did you think maybe the amount ten million dollars a year? Yeah. I don't know. Me too. Like and that's, that's a the lot. Most. That's the most I thought it was going to be of the seventy ten million. In, in case you're just tuning in, what we're talking about instead of the Bears victory Monday, and we could still do that, is that passing in the athletic has also reported um, that Shohei Otani's of the seven hundred million dollar contract. He's only getting $2 million a year for the next 10 seasons. And $680 million of the $700 million is being deferred. And the reason why that this is also a talking point is because the Cubs were allegedly part of the bidding process. And if you could defer that amount of that portion of his salary right. to a future time, I would think that that would bring more bidders into play. Right. And, and then, like that was my point about... Well, all the people who were saying, phew, well, good thing we didn't get him. I never would have paid $700 million. Well, would you have liked to get him for $2 million a year for the next 10 years and then worry about your owner paying him deferred money and not worry about the competitive balance tax? Would you be happy with that? Cap? Anybody else who were skeptics? F that guy. F him. 
Like the most harmless athlete ever. The most likable guy. He's never hurt anybody. He's like the friendliest person. So he doesn't want to talk. And like, F that guy. No one's ever hated Shohei Otani. I don't think so. I mean, again, you could come to the conclusion that he is the beneficiary of a double standard to a certain degree. Yes. But, I, I mean, to, to think he's a bad guy to connect those dots is a bit, of a, a bit of a leap. 312-332-3776. We'll also uh, narrow down our song list. We've got to play the final five finalists of the ten, and then we'll narrow them down to five. With Black and Abdallah. It's all coming up next. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. We need to play the final five songs. Before I do that, I want to read you a tweet from Jeff Passan. First, our our buddy Jim tweeted this. He says, clear the rest of the effing show and open the lines for only financial advisors. (laughs) He says this has been his favorite by Andrew Brandt, who you know we all you know love and respect on Twitter, was the former contract guy for the Packers. Yeah, says that the as as one of our callers said, he says the current you know. Value of this contract is four hundred fifty million, just like the cars. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jeff Passing says, for anyone wondering if MLB will challenge or cancel the Otani contract, and if you're just getting into your car, um, six hundred eighty of the seven hundred million dollars of the contract is being deferred. Otani is only going to be paid two million dollars a year over the next ten years. Think about that. Stunning when we first heard it. It's why it's taken over the 5 o'clock hour. So he says, for anyone wondering if MLB will challenge or cancel the Otani contract, the answer is unequivocally no. There is no specific article in the collective bargaining agreement that addresses this. And it's very clear. Deferred money is limitless. Even $680 million of $700 million. So the Dodgers and Otani, smart money. Yes. And Otani gets to defer or doesn't have to pay the tax in the state of California, which is significantly higher, as you said earlier. Like if, you know, he's not going to get paid that huge lump sum until he's in Florida or, living somewhere. In Florida or somewhere else. That's I mean, crazy. That is crazy. I, um, we are going to be at uh, Bub City in Rosemont on Friday. It is our favorite time and one of my favorite shows of the year. This has turned out to be the Waddle and Sylvie holiday party. Everyone loves a good holiday party. This time of year, it's a Friday. Who doesn't love a good Friday party? So you put it all together, and it is one of our favorite parties of the year. Join us on Friday, Bub City, Rosemont. Uh, Elijah Craig is uh, our title sponsor. Uh, Enjoy their bourbon. It is awesome. Uh, we'll be sampling some 19 Crimes wine as well. Uh, the great food of Bub City, the atmosphere, it is going to be awesome. Please we'll, drink and eat responsibly. Yes, both. And uh, we're going to be with a lot of our fans, meet new friends there. Uh, we'll have great prizes to give away. So put it on your calendar this Friday, Bub City in Rosemont. Uh, 
we will have five pe- uh, five people competing for the championship. We will announce the five finalists after we get to the ten. We have announced five of the ten finalists earlier in the show. So here are six through ten, and then with Black and Abdallah, we will... N- no specific order here either. No, none, no. Random. This isn't like one through ten. No. So, Jake, what do we got next for uh, five more songs that made the final ten? Let's go to the title's called Black and Abdallah by Jeffrey Poindexter to the tune of Oh Christmas Tree. And Abdallah's show is fun I always get excited Once the show has begun The Black and Abdallah's show is swell Though most of us don't like The callers all too well Their weekly schedule isn't fair It all depends if Greeny's there The Black and Abdallah's show is rad I once saw Blackout running Wait, Abdallah's a dad? The Black and Abdallah's show is great They play your favorite song and give a zoo update. The Black and Abdallah show really rocks. If you look real close on Twitch, you can see their socks. They have an abundance of joy and zest. That Manfred soundbite really is the best. The Black and Abdallah show is sweet. Without a doubt, they are two guys I'd like to meet. Yurko probably farted in both of their seats And Yurko's partner Carmen really likes women's feet And did you know that Sylvie's wife once pooped in the sheets Back to the Black and Abdallah show, it can't be beat Really good. That's Very really good. A lot good. of good show references. Yes, and uh, Poindexter has been a finalist before, if I do believe, if I've got the name down correct. You said Jeffrey Poindexter? Yes, Jeffrey Poindexter. He, wasn't he a character in uh, Revenge of the Nerds as well? It's probably uh, way before your time. I think so. But yes, he was, uh, he's been a finalist before, and he's very talented. That was Arnold Poindexter from the movie. Was he Arnold? Was that yeah. an Arnold Poindexter? Arnold. Uh, so yes, the, he is a, a, a top tenor. Uh, all right, give me another one. Let's go to Fecal Transplant by Trey Tunes to the tune of Frosty the Snowman. Oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah, your boy yeah, Trey Tunes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm in the building once again. Yeah, yeah. It feels so good to be back. Yeah. A fecal transplant. It's something that is real. Who would have ever knew that a piece of poo could improve the way you feel? When Sylvie heard this, he did not think it was true. Guess you can say he was a septic skeptic, and I was one too. There must have been some microorganisms in that donor's poo they found when they placed it in Marjorie's GI tract. It turned her life around. Now, Sylvie is a believer. Fecal transplants are legit. If the doctors can't help you get better, then try a piece of... So if you are hurting, then give this a look. I sure wish we could give this to the Chicago Bears playbook. So good. Very good. Trey Tunes taking a Waddle's World story yes. and making it into his own. Made it his own. Yes, a top tenner. 
We've got three more that could make the top ten. What are they? Okay, let's do Man the Bear Suck by Michelle Fleischman to the tune of Jingle Bell Rock. Coach Eberflus, coming out of this year, what do you envision for the team in 2024? And, and you know, it, you know, right, and, you know, it. Jingle Bell, what the hell, man, the bears suck. Nothing has worked, so back up the truck. Stumbling and bumbling, two coaches got canned. This mess is getting out of hand. Jingle Bell, what the hell, fumbled the rock. Players can't hit and players can't block. Hoping and praying at Hallis Hall. It's just bad football. What a sad time, cause in prime time, the team's in disarray. In the red zone, on his headphone, Coach Luke. Getsy never calls a good play. Eberflus is aloof. Ryan pulls too. Let's put them on the clock. Start it all over and rebuild the club. Man, it's tough to watch. Man, I need a scotch. Man, the Bears really suck. And we're excited about this second half. We got some things up our sleeves. Very, very good. Yes. We like that from the start. And it has been a contender since we received it. Solid entry. Top 10 worthy. Are the uh, people on Twitch uh, going crazy for her, too, again? I don't know. No. Oh, a couple comments. You know, just good song. I like it. You know, just okay. some positive comments. They've lusted uh, for her voice in the past. All right. Buddy, two more to go. Two more. Let's do Where's Unique Ngakwe? Uh, to the tune of Melikaliki Maka. I got to say it back to back because that's so hard to say. Melikaliki Maka. Uh, to Daniel Kushner. Yannickingakwe is the thing we sigh On a crisp Chicago Sunday day Maybe he's at Jewel Osco in the produce aisle Stocking up on groceries for the holiday We all had high hopes when the season started But the only place we've seen him since is on a milk cart so where is Yannick Ngakwe is the thing we ask When the bears suit up at Soldier Field Where is Yannick Ngakwe is the thing we cry When Chicago's defense takes the field Maybe he's in a backup on the Dan ride And he'll be here soon as the traffic's clear Maybe he's playing cards somewhere with Jimmy Hoffa Cause we're not even sure if he's still on the roster So where is Yannick Ngakwe is the thing we ask When a bear suit up at Paul and Niebuhr flew sand Find a way to lose at Soldier Field He re- redesigned that. He too. did. He took our advice and went back into the lab and shortened it, which I think was very uh, smart move by him. It used to be like three <laughs> minutes, yeah. and it's it's one of those songs that you'll find yourself singing after you've heard it a couple of different times. It's so catchy and and very very good. 
but Ngakwe did get a sack yesterday, so we did find him on the there field. There is unique yes. Ngakwe, yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, is this the last uh, finalist? This is the last finalist. La- last top tenor? Yes, top tenor. Uh, it's by Edward Burns to the tune of Dominic the Donkey. It's titled Iberflus the Flunky. Mm-hmm. Hey, chingity ching. Bear down, bear down. Is Iberflus the Flunky? Chingity ching. Bear down, bear down. The Chicago Bear Flunky. La, la, la. Chicago's got a problem. His name is Eberflus. He's in line with coaches that always seem to lose. There's Tressman and Nagy and even Foxy too. And just like them, he'll soon be fired when the season's through. Hey, chingity ching, they're down, they're down. He's Eberflus the flunky. Chingity ching, they're down, they're down. The Chicago Bear flunky. La la la, la 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 la. La la la, la 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 And during the game, he can't seem to make up his mind. Always getting flustered when the Bears are behind. And when he calls a timeout, oh wait, he never does. Because this little flunky thinks he can take them on the bus. Hey, chingity ching. They're down, they're down. He's Eberflus the flunky. Chingity ching. They're down, they're down. The Chicago Bear flunky. La, la, la. La, 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 la. La, la, la. La, 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 la. Eberflus will tell ya he's got something up his sleeve. No, doesn't. But don't look now, it feels to come back with an easy TD. And Jeff Joniak will give us the best highlights of the year. And that was an easy pitch and catch. Now all the Bears fans cheer. Hey, chingity ching. Bear down, bear down. He's Eberflus the flunky. Chingity ching. Bear down, bear down. He's Ryan Pohl's flunky. La, la, la. La, 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 la. I think that was so good. People Very are long. At, it is long. Very long. Uh, uh, he's a good singer. <laughs> People are asking, is this a Christmas song? Carmen turned me on to this. It's a traditional Italian uh, a holiday song, Christmas song, called Dominique the Don- Dominic the Donkey. Yes. Uh, We've so- had songs uh, to this tune in the past. Yes, yes. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's a great song. I, I was unfamiliar with it about 20 years ago. Carmen then shared it with me, and it's become one of my favorite holiday songs. And I love that song. Um, so that's the top ten. We will uh, share with you. Who the fine, uh, final five is. Ooh, yes. It's coming up next, and we'll share that with uh, Black and Abdallah next. They are live at uh, Scratch Public House in Forest Park. T.J. Edwards will be with them as well. It's all coming up next. Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. 
Let's go in uh, crosstalk with Black and Abdallah. It's brought to you by Steinhoffels. They're out tonight, as I just mentioned. Scratch Public House in Scratch. Forest Park. Scratch. TJ Edwards will be with the guys in the second hour of the show at TJ's 7 o'clock. TJ's still the leading tackler in the National Football League? No, he's not. Second, oh, come uh, on. He's second in the NFC. There's like four guys ahead of him. They're all in the AFC. That's true. The only, the only person ahead of him in the NFC is Bobby Wagner from Seattle. He's one tackle ahead. Boy, he, but, he, but he's got some forced fumbles, some recovered yeah. fumbles, and yeah. a couple of interceptions. Well, That's we're, we're, the hitch principle, Chris. He's well, probably the best signing, right? Yeah. Tonight starts the Pro Bowl campaign for TJ Edwards. Oh. I mean, this guy needs to be a Pro Bowler, right? Yeah, I'm with you. Good. That's good. Yeah. He's got my vote. Tell him that. We will. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll tell him. Hey, TJ, uh, by the way, uh, Sylvie voted Sylvie for you. Sylvie says Ooh. he's got your vote. Ooh. He's like, oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> no, you guys are right. Like, Listen, I, I would hope he gets stuffed the ballot box because he deserves to be recognized. He's got a couple of sacks. He's got two interceptions. He's got a forced fumble, two fumble recoveries. Like, this is what yeah. you – I mean – and, and they brought him in, I think it was, what, $7 million a year? Get DJ Moore there while you're at it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know who else get there? Because I think this guy's is, is played his position as well as anybody's, Tevin Jenkins. Like, Tevin yeah, Jenkins yes. is mm-hmm. a Pro Bowl caliber player. Yes. If he can stay healthy. Yeah. Whew, fantastic. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear the uh, top five songs? Well, or we heard, like, can't wait. Abortion? We heard all the top ten. I've got thoughts. I'll be mad. Of course, we have thoughts. I got thoughts. You have thoughts of your yours doesn't get to the top five? Well, no, we, no, we no. I don't to, care. We about used that. to screen this contest for yeah, so long. Yeah, you guys are so we, you guys are I, veterans. You know, I thought the last one you guys played was like I would have cut it off. I would have been like, nope. The long, I would have yeah. cut it off. The it length was so of it was long. a turnoff. It was long. Yeah. It was okay. so long. It was good. It was a very good song. Okay. Very good. All right. Very what, long. What, what can you share with us, Jake? Uh, finalist number one out of five. Finalist number one is going to be Danny Rocket, who performed F the Cardinals to the tune of Here Come Santa Claus. Just play a sample. You don't play the whole thing. The Cardinals, the Cardinals, them right in their face. What? I still don't know if we can say that. I love that. I, I love it. So there you go. We'll, we'll sample that. That panders to the uh, the juvenile and all right. of us here at yeah. the show. And people on Twitch have acknowledged that Sylvie loves any song with the F word. Oh, as soon as you heard that play, the first 10 yeah. seconds, Sylvie automatically jettisoned that into the top five. Okay. It I would think you would say or disapprove. Out. Easily. You asking us? Yes, I like it. Uh, I like Danny Rocket. I think of the ten you played. I feel like that's a, that, that doesn't makes like. It. That, well, that were, makes were it. Cubs Cardinals a big topic this year? It seems uh, it doesn't very matter. It's a good song. It's it, a good song. It doesn't seem like it's satiates very a desire inside of us yeah. to say the f word over and yeah. over again. It's a good song. Should have been Brewers. Number two. <laughs> Number, Number two. two is by Jason Holsworth. Cappy, please stop filming in the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they changed the rule at East Bank. No more cell phones because Cap was taking videos in the locker room. Again? I mean, you know, what is he yeah. thinking? Guys are like, hey, not for nothing here. Yeah. But, Dude, this is a private This area. is a locker room. You better watch out. I hope you're not shy. Because you're being filmed by some bald-headed guy. Love it. Cappy <laughs> Love loves it. to live stream. This one came in early, didn't it? Room. Yes, yeah, I did the first yeah, week. Okay. I think it was Good. well-written, well-performed, yeah. and he hits a lot of different specific chords. And he's been a finalist before. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. a good one. That was F that guy. F him. 
<laughs> I, oh, I'm so glad you shared that with me and told me that that, that happened oh, while I was gone. I can't wait to hear him tomorrow when he finds out that they're only paying $2, $2 million, million a year. <laughs> and they're going to sign Bellinger and Yamamoto, he's, too, because they've got the money. <laughs> my prediction is he, he's going to cry that it's unfair. It's not fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, number totally three. fair. Number, number three. three is Matt Tooley, 12 Days of Swiftmus. In 2020. Hey, honey. What are you doing? Well, trying to record my ESPN holiday parody song. Ooh. Can I hear it? What's it about? It's about the changes I see coming to the NFL next year. Oh, football. Yeah. Well, let's hear it. Okay. In 2024, the NFL will see some change. Bill Belichick resigning. Jason Kelsey retiring. And his brother getting married. No. With a halftime show wedding. Stop. And she will buy his team. The Chiefs? You know, Chiefs is not PC. Yeah, well. (laughs) So the Chiefs become the Swifties. They get sequins on their jerseys. Very creative. We heard this on Friday when it came out. Yes. Very good. It was very good. Very good. Yeah. 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 I'm excited to see them perform it. Yes, me too. I thought it was very well, uh, very creative. That's very great. We've never had one go in that direction yes. like yeah. that. That's why that may be the original. most creative entry we've had in a long and time. I don't know if you guys did. You guys get a lot of Taylor Swift entries? None. No. Okay. No. Right. Good. Oh, football. Yeah. <laughs> like that's great. Yeah. Tailgating awesome. with a Y is a line I didn't hear the first time, and I heard it when you guys played it. I was like, oh, that's yeah, yeah. very clever. Really good. Yeah. Really good. All right, and number four. It's by Daniel Kushner. Where is unique Ingakwe? Yeah. Yeah. Ngakwe is the thing we sigh on a crisp Chicago Sunday day. Right, we per- know this, this one. This is a perfect song. Yeah. This okay. This one is this one. I don't have a vote. That's my winner. Yeah, that's our favorite. Oh, that's my winner. Yeah, that's, that's our favorite. favorite. That's, yeah. that's my winner. That's our favorite. Um, because it's the catchiest. Well, all. you know yeah. why? Because as soon as he added the yeah. sack yesterday, you know what I said? There is Yannick Ngakwe. I'm sitting on my couch. Oh, that's great. And like it gets. That's the to me. If it's catchy and it's well done, yeah, and it's you, a good it one. It gets stuck in your head, and you start singing it instead of the original. That's what puts it over the edge for me. And then what, who's the fifth? Really quick, I the hear the music. Is Trey Tunes fecal transplant? No, oh, we didn't make it. Oh, lame. Boo. <laughs> I thought you said you didn't care. No, we, we care. No, we, we care. We actually <laughs> <laughs> I did love your song, though. He's... So Trey makes it. I'm happy Trey Tunes made it. We're going to have a very sweaty Trey Tunes <laughs> at, uh, at uh, the event coming up on... Uh, Friday at Bub City, so it's we hope to see awesome. you there. Those are yeah. five good finalists. Yeah. Good luck to everybody. Are you guys going to be sweaty tonight at any at any time? No. What are you talking about? The Bears no. won. No, no I know. You're so, sweating so, in yeah. celebration. Well, you guys yes. are pretty cozy in that booth over yeah, there at the uh, Scratch we, Public we look, House. We look like two kids at the kids' table yeah. here. Somehow we're going to fit there. a bear in yes. this booth with Somehow us. Somehow a 250-pound so. linebacker is going to get so, in yes. here with us. He's going to have three in the booth. Are you guys sharing a bench right now? Is that <laughs> oh, what you're yeah. doing? We are. Yeah, 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 we are. Yeah. We're three in the booth. Yeah. Both my hands are up here. Three guys, one booth. Hand check. Three guys, one booth. All right. Guys, I'll enjoy the show. 
Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Talk you to, you to Matt Eberflus for joining us today. Well, well done, Waddle. That's really good. Thank Who you. helped produce the show today? Uh, Jake and Kevbo. There you go. Thanks, guys. They were in for Tyler and Meller. Yes. Uh, for Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. You food on your face. Have yourself a great Monday night.